I would say probably my first album that I didn't wasn't supposed to have was The Chronic. And mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. telling me, she was like, you can't listen to this unless you listen to it with your sister. And you know, I was like, I thought my sister was lame. So I never ended up really listening to it the way that I wanted to. I would like, wait till they were asleep, turn it down really low. And, but then, you know, things sort of evolved too. Like I got, I became a big Nirvana fan. I started yeah. getting like Soundgarden, you know, Stone yeah. Temple Pilots, all these alternative groups. Like I guess the emo stuff that some of the younger people were getting sucked up in. And then honestly, it came back to hip hop. And it's funny too, because there's something that always stands out to me is when I see like early hip hop footage, like the videos I saw. I remember being little, my sister walked in on me imitating, like I was like scratching records. I always thought that was so fascinating to me just because it was like, I understood that there was a synergy between the dance floor and what was going on back there. Like there was something special that was happening there. Fast forward, you know, staying into hip hop. I used to go to Salvation Army a lot just buying whatever records I could find. I remember going to the Salvation Army in uh, Jersey City once, and I found this insane hip hop collection, probably about close to 200 records. Mm, okay. One, Nas, uh, hey. Big Daddy Kane, uh, Biggie, like it was a gold mine. Ooh, and they, were selling they started giving me records for free. I probably bought that collection for about like 70 bucks. It was some yeah. crazy thing because yeah. they said that they had, somebody had bought it in and just, it never went anywhere. That's nuts. It's insane. <laughs> I would um, keep those records even if i didn't have a record player like i would like what are you sick i mean so i was lucky enough that i had a friend he produced for this newark based hip-hop group i don't know if you're familiar with a group called the artifacts and they have a song called the wrong side of the track but he produced for el de sensei and you know he worked with dj chaos and we're sort of just like hanging out with him like learning what he used to do we used to just go into random stores and just like chinese restaurants and be like do you guys have records and i would say maybe like most they could say is no right probably like three times out of maybe seven they'd have like a basement full of records they had no idea that were down there because it was just storage to them they purchased this building to start a restaurant and then whatever was in there they just threw downstairs like i remember once we got like this latin collection basically asking them and paying them like 50 bucks and it was probably like 50 60 records well (laughs) there was always the obsession with like trying to find records and then i think as i got older the more i learned about producers the more i learned about guys like pete rock dj premier i kind of wanted to get into the production aspect which is great because i already had records waiting for me right you know it was just a matter of like okay now how do they do this again luckily i had somebody that showed me i would say probably around the age of like 16 going to 17 i had some friends introduce me to like computer software cool edit reason and things like that so we would take these like really crappy belt drive turntables hook them up to our tv from the tv use the outs and plug it into like a crappy sound card and sample into these programs and i mean now it's you have so much you know time as far as like sampling and things like that so we would just get like the little chunks of the records that we wanted and just have unorganized mess of things i remember you know spending like one or two days just getting samples and then not knowing what they were so it's like, I don't know if I got drums. I don't know if I got vocals. <laughs> I'm just going through it like piece by piece. And I would show these are sort of lack thereof beats to some of these like, you know, meeting more and more people within that circle of like Elder Sensei and things like that. And eventually I learned they they're using samplers. If you're enjoying the content you're watching right now and you want to level up and create vibes at all the events you DJ at, well, make sure you subscribe to us, right? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.